and I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Giles, legal actions being taken against Sky City Entertainment Group. Kira to you, Katie. Yes, the casino operator is facing court in Australia for alleged breaches of money laundering rules, and it could potentially cost the firm millions of dollars. The Australian financial crimes agency, Austrac, has started what it calls civil penalty proceedings, which relate to the Adelaide Casino. Business reporter Ananzaki has more. Austrac's investigation goes back to June last year and found systemic failures in Sky City's approach to anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism financing obligations. It sees the Adelaide Casino did not have a transaction monitoring program that was appropriately risk-based or appropriate for the size and complexity of the company. The Federal Court of Australia will hear the case and decide on penalties, if any. Sky City says its Adelaide Casino places the utmost importance on complying with regulations and isn't aware of the size of penalties Austrac may be seeking. It declined any further comment. Australian casinos have been under regulators' microscope, with Star Entertainment fined $100 million Australian dollars after a New South Wales inquiry into allegations of money laundering, organised crime links and fraud. And we should note also that the Adelaide Casino, uh, owned by Sky City, is subject of a separate inquiry by South Australian state authorities. The online investment platform ShareZizix is, is expanding into KiwiSaver with the launch of its own scheme next year. The company started a waiting list for anyone over 18 who's interested in joining. One of its co-founders, Leighton Roberts, says KiwiSaver is a natural next step in ShareZizix's development. ShareZizix is here to be a wealth development platform. We've always um, really focused on our purpose of financial empowerment for everyone. So KiwiSaver is the biggest investment that most New Zealanders have and um, we think we can you know, really um, bring some more connection and control um, for people with their KiwiSaver. Leighton Roberts says the scheme will partner with several fund managers to provide a range of active and passive managed funds from conservative through to growth with ethical funds in there as well, all of which will be manageable from the existing ShareZ's platform. National grid operator Transpower's de- delivered its prices for the coming year with a mixed bag of rises for some domestic and industrial users and cuts for others. The state-owned enterprise will be allowed to recover $830 million by the Commerce Commission for running the national network. Transpower's divvied up that amount according to the Electricity Authority's transmission pricing methodology, which was finally settled after a decade or more of work earlier this year. The final amount that consumers pay will be decided by their local lines company. Transpower's head of grid pricing, Rebecca Osborne, explains. In general, the new methodology means cost increases for local lines company. The bulk of generation is located in the South Island. It also means that North Island generators who didn't pay towards the interconnected grid under the old TPM will begin contributing to the cost of the grid, the, the wider grid, um, like the HVDC system, and the South Islanders who had been paying for the inter-island link um, in full are generally seeing slightly lower, somewhat lower charges. As Rebecca Osborne of Transpower, broadly speaking, consumers in Northland, the east coast of the North Island and the west coast of the South Island face the biggest rises. Wellington and some South Island areas will likely see price falls. 
The Electricity Authority earlier in the year calculated that the movements for most consumers would generally be small. And of the big industrial power users, the uh, TY Point aluminium smelter gets a near $10 million price cut, but the uh, New Zealand steel mill at Glenbrook faces an $11 million increase. Well, the Reserve Bank's actions to cool the economy have had an immediate impact on the real estate market. That's come through in a survey by the Real Estate Institute and independent economist Tony Alexander. It shows the central bank's warning about recession and higher interest rates have hit average prices and buyer interest. And yet 48% of real estate agents say there are fewer people at open homes and 39% said there were fewer people at auctions. Economist Tony Alexander says there's also been a pullback from buyers. The scary words from the Reserve Bank regarding a potential recession, further falls in house prices, and of course the, the further increase in interest rates we've seen from the banks has caused buyers to step back maybe roughly to where they were about four months or so ago. So a lot of caution has now entered the real estate market. There are more agents saying they're seeing fewer first-home buyers now than previously for the past two to three months we're seeing more. Um, While some investors continue to look for bargains, the report indicates bargains have declined over the past couple of months, despite 13 regions reporting falling prices. Let's uh, see how financial markets are performing. I'm joined by Morgan Borrett of Hobson Wealth. Kira to you, Morgan. Good afternoon, Giles. Thank you very much for having me on. Always a pleasure. Uh, Tell us what's happening on the local share market. Sure. So the NZX is following Wall Street's lead with the soft markets overnight. The 50 is down currently around 40 points or 0.3% and trading at 11,592 points. Um, We only have 10 or 11 names in the green today with Genesis leading those up around 1.5% and trading at $2.59. But the biggest mover today is Sky City, uh, which is narrowing losses, but still down around 2.25% at $2.66 after their uh, market announcement this morning, informing investors that regulator Oztrack will be uh, filing civil proceedings against alleged contraventions of the um, Australian AML Act in 2006. Um, So investors have been reacting to that this morning. What's it like in Australia? Short, so the ASX has also followed suit uh, down 50 points or around 0.7% and trading at 7,239 points. Uh, Banks, energy and tech are leading losses there today, which is similar to the moves we saw in the US overnight. What's it looking like for the New Zealand dollar? Yep, so uh, we've sort of found some support against the USD now. The weakening path seems to have moderated over the last couple of days. Uh, the Kiwi now buys spot 6318 USD, uh, spot 9443 AUD, and 86.5 Japanese yen. Which takes us to interest rates, oil, and gold. Sure. So our three-month bank bills are currently returning 4.5% and our 10-year government bonds are currently giving back 4.04%, so inverted there. Uh, West Texas Intermediate has pulled back overnight, currently buying uh, $74.57 a barrel and spot gold is trading at $1,770 US dollars an ounce. Just before you disappear, you used the term inverted there, which is where the short-term interest rate is higher than the long-term interest rate? Correct indeed, yep. So you're gaining more on your return for the three-month bank bills as you would in, in place of holding a, a 10-year bond, which uh, usually tends to imply that um, investors are pricing a recession. Thank you very much. Morgan Borrott with a little bit of uh, education and lots of information from Hobson Wealth. And time just to tell you that consumers obviously spending less on goods. That's big ticket items and more on hospitality leading into the holiday season. Worldwide, pay, a world line ends its payment network. 
says uh, consumers spent nearly $3.2 billion last month on core retail goods and services, excluding hospitality. That's about a percent up on the year before. Uh, And also time to say... Genesis Energy says the wet winter delivered full hydro lakes. It meant that it uh, used the least amount of coal and gas at the Huntley Power Station uh, in quite some time.